I give myself permission not to, not to do what? Not to do the following things. Exercise, take care of myself, lose weight, monitor my diet, create what I want, try as hard as I should, do whatever it is you want to do. Any excuse you have, I promise you, comes from a wound. That's Caroline Mace. And this is the Depression Detox Show. Welcome back to the Depression Detox Show, where we share ideas and stories to help you live a happier life. I am your host, Malik Josephs. Happy Wednesday. Appreciate you joining me as I always do. And boy, do we have a great episode in store for you today with multiple New York Times bestselling author and medical intuitive Caroline Mace on the show. And in today's clip, She talks about the three things that you must do in order to heal from our past wounds. Here's Caroline Mace. Enjoy. So what does it require to heal like this? Number one, it's important to identify your injuries, your wounds, the places of your pain. That's very necessary. Two, it's important to have a witness You need someone to say, that was difficult, that hurt, that would be very hard to go through. You need someone to say that. But if you really wanted to heal, what you would say to the someones that you really love and honor is, I want you to listen to me cry three times over this and the fourth time love me enough to walk away. To say that's enough. To not give my wounds that type of power. Then you need to study, to observe. Study is a very mental word. So you can use study, you can use observe. You need to become very attentive to how much of you is using your wounds and how much of your wounds have slipped into this subcutaneous world of power that says, I have now created 17 excuses from this wound. I have converted it into currency. And the currency is excuses. I give myself permission not to, not to do what? Not to do the following things. Exercise, take care of myself, lose weight, monitor my diet, create what I want, try as hard as I should, do whatever it is you want to do. Any excuse you have, I promise you, comes from a wound. Study your excuses because that's where you're going to say, this is really going to be tough to give up this wound because I've converted it into currency and you're getting a lot of mileage out of your currency. Let me put it this way. If you finally say, that's it, I have to give up my victim dialogue, my victim consciousness. So what helps me is that I don't hang out with victims. They're going to say, my, haven't you changed? Well, that's the good news and the not so good news because yes, you have changed. But if you think other victims are going to be happy that you've suddenly are de-victimizing, think again. They're not going to be. They'll see it as what? Betrayal. They'll see it as betrayal. You have to be strong enough 
to let yourself be seen as having changed because you cannot take all your worlds with you. And this is where you'll face the biggest fear of all, which is, what will my world look like if I'm healthy? How will I interact? How will I intimately relate with people as a strong, healthy person? How do I bond with someone if I haven't a wound to share with them? What's it look like to bond out of strength? What's it look like just to bond out of love? I love you. I don't need a wound to bond with you. I just really love you. I don't need a wound to lock you into my network or into my phone book. One thing I tell everyone, if you really want to heal, watch your wound language. Watch when you're speaking woundology. And I assure you, every single time you start sharing wounds with someone, you've got a private agenda. One, you want power with them. Two, you've got an intention to control them in some way, shape, or form. And three, you're planning for a rainy day when you're going to need their support or an excuse. You're laying the groundwork so you can say to them two weeks, two months, two years from now, remember I told you I had this bad experience while I'm remembering it now, I can't come over. You're doing it. I'm telling you, we do long-range manipulation planning. (laughs) Really, I'm telling you, it makes long-range financial planning look like a day at the beach. (laughs) Those are your ways out. Big thanks to Caroline Mace for stopping by. I got this clip from Chapter 8 of the Caroline Mace Audio Collection, which you can pick up on audible.com. And it's pretty deep stuff. I had to listen to it a few times, but I highly recommend anyone go check it out. And if you do happen to to, um, purchase it, then go straight to chapter eight and chapter nine, and then you can go back to the rest of the chapters. Trust me on it. It'll be very, very helpful. And again, big thanks to Caroline Mace for stopping by. Her website is mace.com, and that's spelled M-Y-S-S.com. Her Instagram is Caroline Mace, and her most popular book is entitled Anatomy of the Spirit, The Seven Stages of Power and Healing. And I'll have everything I just mentioned along with the entire talk in the show description. And lastly, when you get a chance, please follow the show, share it, or leave a rating and review on Apple Podcast. And that's a wrap for me. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I'll see you back here Friday. So until then, stay strong. Later.